Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. For Arden Roof Systems, there's more to your roof than just shingles. You gotta come on. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Our little buddy hasn't made it in just yet. Must have missed his bus or they changed the routes or something. Yeah. Well, Blinky couldn't see the sign, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Got to make sure he's added that to his <laughs> list of nicknames. <laughs> Old Blinky. Um, yeah, Jimmy's on his way in. And uh, we got two chances at winning Jimmy's cash today. Not one, two, Grant mm-hmm. Johnson. Yeah. So 7.15 this morning and then... Uh, We're going to do 9.15. 9.15, yeah. yeah. Spread it out a bit. Something to do with Pam not being here. Pam! Pam! She's on vacation, I guess, or something. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, October 5th, 1970. I, I don't know if you're a big Led Zeppelin fan. You, you, I love Led Zeppelin. Do you? Okay. Yeah. I don't know. There's just something about this third record for me, and it's probably their bluesiest, so mm-hmm. that's why I gravitated probably towards it. Yeah. But I always thought it was highly underrated, right? Yeah. Um, still, it's sold like crazy. It's still Led Zeppelin. I just, in my opinion, when you're talking about Zeppelin records, I don't know if the third one gets enough credit. Mm. That's just my thoughts on it. We're kicking off the show with a track from Led Zeppelin 3. This is Since I've Been Loving You. Good morning from the locker room. The locker room news. Conservative leader PP, his uh, latest attempt to get Justin Trudeau to repeal his carbon pricing system, has secured the support of one liberal MP. Um, a liberal MP from Newfoundland, Ken McDonald, was the only member of Trudeau's caucus to vote in favor of the motion from the opposition. It's not the first time he's broken party lines to vote in favor of ending carbon pricing, but um, a lot of people were talking about it. The proposal was ultimately defeated, um, 209-219 votes. Since becoming opposition leader, well, PP has started using his uh, days to call for an end to the carbon tax. So he just keeps introducing the motion. Then they keep defeating it. And then he introduces it again. And then they it's, defeat it. It's really smart. Uh, and yeah, he got the one liberal MP, Ken McDonald, on his side. So it's it tough. was a big win for PP. It's tough because, again, when you have that, we've had this conversation. When you dip your toes into these waters, you quite quickly get in one camp or the other. And um, I I will say this. You can be angry at me. I believe that mankind has had an adverse impact on the climate. I think the discussion can revolve around how much of an impact on the climate, right? Mm-hmm. I think there's different varying views on how much of an impact on the... But I... And I do believe we need to make changes... To the way we live our lives <laughs> in order to help climate change. I truly believe that. I think about the things that I can do personally, right? Mm-hmm. 
Um, maybe that that yeah, I don't know. Maybe we look at a hybrid instead of a you know in, instead of a a, a gas burning vehicle. I, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we're looking at a new vehicle. That's the discussion in our house right now. Do we get a yeah. hybrid? I don't think we're going to get a full electric because I just don't know if we have the climate for it yet. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think everybody wants to help out. I just, the carbon tax, just punishing people for the way they live their lives, which which basically sets them back to make the changes because it costs money to go green. It costs money to do those things. What well, kind of unfairly punishes rural people as well. Yes. Um, yeah. So, but as soon as you start saying those things, everyone's like, "What are what are you? You you want the fun? Did the world to burn?" Right. <laughs> so you get the other side of it. Y- yeah. D- right. We can't. I think you said. At Although the end I of the don't day, really know. I don't know if I've met many people in favor of the carbon tax. To be honest. Well, you are in Alberta. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I've never like even online and stuff. You don't see a lot of people standing up for a carbon tax. It's tough right now, yeah. especially because people are like. They're having trouble paying for groceries. Exactly. And, yeah. And so if you start. It's like, stop talking about a tax on us. Yeah. Like, what, what, can't pay for anything. What are you worried about? Your gas bill going up another four bucks? Well, but yeah. you've, you've said it many <laughs> Every time you fill up the gas tank. You've said it many times. Instead of a carbon tax, give a tax deduction to someone that's doing something like solar panels, windmills. Well, they, they, uh, they do that, right? And the thing that, that what the reason why governments love the carbon tax is because all it does is just puts more money in the coffers right Mm -hmm. and but it does it with sort of the the guys of we're doing a good thing for the environment everybody we all need to do our part right so but what what it is is it's just giving them more money right and maybe they do use it for greener energy projects I, I think there is a certain percentage of it that does go that way, but it's really hard to convince the population as a whole right now that's struggling to put gas in the car, mm-hmm. to pay mortgages, to pay babysitters, to put groceries on the table. Everyone's struggling because everything has been costing so much more in the last little while. It's really hard for for a government official to go, it's the right thing to do. We need to increase you your, to your monthly gas. Yeah. yeah, it's very difficult to do that. And, and I think that's where PP is going. I don't, this is not me supporting the man because mm-hmm. I, I don't like him. But uh, I have a feeling he's going to be our next leader. I just... Yeah, he could be. Yeah, He's doing a lot it's, of the right, um, right things. It's about that time where we make a change. Too. Yeah. yeah. Right, we usually... It'll be sad to see JT go. <laughs> anyway, let's move. Look at you. You found the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. I saw this article yesterday, and it was about a company that's releasing um, cannabis-infused spirits down in the States. And um, you know what my first thought was? I'll be honest. When was when was it legalized in Canada? 2018. I thought there would be way more... Um, Way more alcohol. Like, not... Yeah, like drinks, like... Way more cannabis drinks. Or yeah. am I just not shopping in the right stores? Like, uh, well, I I've tried one in my life. I had one golfing that day. Yeah, and there was a lot of selection. Okay, there was like 
Maybe I'm to just all not sorts seeing of it. different. Like you could get ones that taste like pop. You could get seltzers. You could get like there was three coolers full of different ones. Okay, yeah. I'm just I haven't seen it. The, the odd time that I've gone into a weed store, um, I I see the selections. I just don't see the infused drinks. I guess mm-hmm. maybe I thought there would be like stores that would pop up. Yeah, no, they're in the weed stores. They're in the back. They're in the coolers and, okay. them and stuff. Yeah, you All see right. them. I'm just not. I'm not seeing. You just them. gotta look for them a little bit. Um, one thing about the weed drink that, like, I I enjoyed it because I'm not drinking booze right now. Um, so I did enjoy it golfing. But one thing about it that I I was kind of, I mean, it's my thing with weed. I guess overall is I don't like how it immediately just gets me like stoned. Yeah, like you know, with booze you can like have a few drinks ease your way into it yeah and make it an event yeah where like a weed drink like <laughs> it's like you you're here one and then you're done yeah where it's like i wish they made them almost like thc of like one percent one milligram well and then like you could have six of them and, and then build up through the effects i've only done this once yeah. i've only ever done a weed infused beer once in my life and it was, I think it was maybe, it was this year, I think. It might have been in the spring. I did it on a podcast. And uh, you know how people warn you about the edibles and, yeah. and you hear about mom, mom yeah. and dad, they're going to they're gonna sit down and they're going to pop a bunch of edibles one and it dis- doesn't kick in so that they eat three more and mm-hmm. then they're so stoned they see, you know, they see aliens. Um, I, I will say this, and I don't know if there's a difference between edibles and uh, like infused drinks, mm-hmm. cannabis infused drinks, but... I got twisted out of shape on that drink. <laughs> I was so stoned, and it was only a 10 milligram. This is the strongest one you can get. And I was just right out of it. <laughs> Same thing happened to me when I was uh, watching that Hills Have Eyes, and I did the weed drink. It it messed me up. Like Yeah. We're like we're not. None of us have a tolerance. None of us like, have already, a tolerance. We got, you know, Mark... It's texting like I can't get stoned on those tolerant like my really? tolerance is too high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there are guys be, like there's some guys with edibles where they're like it has to be 100 milligrams, nothing less, right? I, I don't even imagine. I can't. <laughs> oh, I'd be I'd be done because I feel five like mm-hmm. five milligrams. Yeah, no, I, I like I'll feel the two and a half. Yeah, depending on the day. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Prime was the news. So Prime. Does energy drinks? They do hydration drinks, and in the no. states now they're going to do weed drinks. That's the Logan Paul drink. So, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Do you have to sep? I'm. This is a dumb guy question. Do you have to separate the cannabis and the alcohol, or will we ever see drinks where, hey, it's it's vodka, and it's it's what you know about vodka, mm-hmm. but we've also laced it with cannabis, so it's it's both. I don't think that would... I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so, though. I don't think they could in, infuse them together. Because they, they recommend that you don't do both at the same time. Yeah, they recommend a lot of things in life, <laughs> Jimmy. They oh. recommend you don't mix alcohol with Red Bull, and then they start selling that together. Someone pre-mixed. told me not to do heroin. <laughs> Guess what? <laughs> you're, you're living under a bridge. Yeah. yeah. Welcome to the locker room. Sometimes it's hard to figure out whether or not something online isn't real. Right, Jimmy? 
<laughs> I've been getting better. How many women are talking to you right now on Facebook? <laughs> yeah. I've started blocking them all. <laughs> so excited that one day. There's like four women messaging me. <laughs> uh, um, anyway, this is, I think this is a internet joke. I, I don't know what the joke is. I'm not in on the joke, mm-hmm. but I think it's some kind of somebody started it and I and I and, and I'm I'm floating it out there just in case somebody is aware of this and, and maybe they can explain it. Okay. I've seen three or four articles in the last couple of months about Burlington, Ontario being the best at stuff. And I'm like, first off, where where's Burlington, Ontario? <laughs> Secondly, I don't know anybody from Burlington, Ontario. I've never met anyone from Burlington. And thirdly, why are they the city that says sorry the most? It's like be- it's stupid. It's in between Toronto and Niagara Falls, so it's in that area. Okay. Again, I have never met anyone from Burlington, Ontario. Um, but that's what they say is that they say sorry. Um, an average of fifteen, no, sorry, eighteen, 18 times, times a day. They swear fifteen times a day. That was the other one. <laughs> they swear the most. They say sorry the most. Like yeah. it's a, it's got to be some kind of uh, an internet joke, right? <laughs> that we're unaware of. Maybe. But maybe they apologize the most because they swear the most, so they apologize for swearing. No, it's some kind of weird joke. Like why Burlington? Somebody just decided, hey. That we're going to make Burlington this this place. Well, I think somebody's doing it, to, and they think it's funny. Like <laughs> I have that right. Like I do mm-hmm. that all the time, where I think I'm I'm being just hilarious. Yeah, and everyone's looking at me like I've got four heads. <laughs> <laughs> this is some kind of weird internet joke. Yeah, Burlington. I like. Let listen, Cam was born in Southern Ontario, and he has never met anyone from Burlington either. See, look. It's it's a fake city. No one lives there. It's not even a real city. How can they say sorry the most? The locker room only on Chris. I don't think Roger Waters hides the fact that he's a dick. <laughs> right? Like he's not. No, he doesn't. He's not sitting in the background going, "I hope they don't find out I'm a dick." It seems like every year he becomes more of one. To be honest, like. He becomes like more. I think it's just he's just more on your radar now. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. But it just seems like there's more stories about what he's doing at his concerts. And- his latest move is re-recording, <laughs> re-recording, re-redoing Dark Side of the Moon. So yeah, he decided he needed to re-record Dark Side of the Moon. And I'm like, okay, yeah. Listen, we didn't need any more proof <laughs> that you're a dick. Yeah. But that's a dick move. Why? All that was was just because he's one of these with, uh, to his band. Yeah, he's fighting with what's his name from the band, so he decided he's going to remake it. Yeah. I am. Um, <laughs> I will never listen to it. Somebody his said this is remake. like if. Paul McCartney remade Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts. I, I know, or, it's just... Or Lindsey Buckingham decided to redo Rumors. <laughs> or John Bon Jovi redoing uh, Slippery When Wet. <laughs> no, that's not the that's same. That's a little different. It's a little different. <laughs> yeah, I saw an interview where he was trying to justify it. and just like, stop mocking! Stop. No one's going to no listen one. to your remake yeah. of Dark Side of the Moon! It's one of the best selling albums of all time! <laughs>
<laughs> Just settle in and be comfortable with the fact that you were on it and you made a whole bunch of money, you dick. The Locker Room News. Well, Donald Trump is back in court. Um, that ongoing case in New York, his lawyers appear to be attempting to pin any wrongdoings from the Trump organization on his accountants. The civil case against Trump, which was filed by the Attorney General in New York, accuses Trump and his business of exaggerating his wealth and inflating the value of his assets. The Attorney General is seeking... Doesn't sound like old Donald. They are seeking a uh, $250 million penalty and a ban on Trump being able to do any business in New York. Trump has decided to attend the trial, being in attendance for all three days so far, and i got to say, it's been pretty entertaining. <laughs> it's, it's I've like been avoiding watching, it. It's like watching... I've just seen clips, but it's like watching an episode of, like... Curb your enthusiasm or something like yeah, it's insane. It doesn't feel real. You got the judge making faces yeah. and yeah. Trump's pounding his fist on the desk. And- he must be from Tabor because <laughs> nothing's ever his fault. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't tried to pin it on you yet, Locke. Well, that's coming. I'm pretty yeah. sure Trump will blame me for you something. ruined his life. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you took all his money. Drinking, Dennis sadness. No girlfriend. Yeah. It's all Locke's fault. <laughs> You're not free and clear on any of that stuff. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He must be from Tabor. Get ready. You're about to play to win Jimmy's cash. You're going to lose, please. Okay, we got Cam on the line with us, and Cam has played before, was unsuccessful in his first attempt. If you don't win the cash, you can always call back and try again. The number to call, 780-989-0957. Cam, how you doing this morning? Doing pretty good, you? You were saying uh, pretty decent. You were saying you got four of five the last time you played. Yeah, you guys stumped me with an old Led Zeppelin question. Oh, oh okay, right, I remember yeah. that. Yes, that's right. <laughs> the it was Yardbirds. about the drummer. No, oh, yeah, no. no. It was the Yardbirds. No, the, uh, yeah. the new Yardbirds question, I think it was. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right, um, listen. You know how it works, so we don't need to explain it to you, but those of you who are just tuning in, 25 seconds, five questions. If Cam nails them all in that time, he walks away with $500 cash. It's worth mentioning that we're playing this twice today yeah. because Pam's not Pam. here. Pam! Pam! And we got Cam! Cam! Cam on the line! So oh. we're doing it at 9.15 as well. All right. Cam, are you ready? Cam, are you ready? 25 Let's seconds, five questions, full names. You can pass on questions and come back to them. Let's do it. Grant Johnson, are you ready? Oh, yeah. Three, two, one. Who starred in the movie Braveheart? Mel Gibson. What color is in is the bullseye on a dartboard? Red. How many meters in a kilometer? 100. What disease can be caused by a lack of vitamin C? Derby. What Seinfeld character had an ass man license plate? Kramer. Cosmo Kramer. Go back to the third one. And how many meters in a kilometer? It's a thousand. Oh. Got it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah. 
That's what I'm talking about. Say bye-bye to my bucks, baby. I, I love next you time. keep losing. I, I, blame the guy. I blame the guy helping me. Yeah, I can hear him. <laughs> I can hear him in the back. Four out of five again. Yeah. All right. Listen, yeah, you, you were close, brother. You were close. Oh, that's funny. All right, I'll try again. You guys should try again at 9.15, okay? Good luck. All right. All right, see you later. The Locker Room presents The Grant Report. Now, Grant Johnson. Well, it's that time of year once again where we all need to be prepared to to be disappointed by McDonald's Canada. I'm sorry to say it. I love McDonald's, but our Canadian McDonald's has continued every year to get my hopes up about a possible return of the McRib, and then it never happens, and I'm disappointed every single year. So I'm doing this grant report today to warn you to not get your hopes up when you see the headline that the McRib is returning in November. Because that headline is everywhere today. The McRib is returning in November. It is not coming to Canada. Don't get your family worked up about it. Don't start planning your lunches around it. Because every year they say we're not bringing it back to Canada. This one's also interesting, the return of the McRib in the States. Because last year when they brought it back, they said it was the farewell tour. Remember that? I do. 2022 was supposed to be the farewell tour. We would never see it again. The animal they got the rib from went extinct. But now, just like Kiss or Motley Crue or Brian Hall singing the fight song in an X game, it's still there. And Ronald McDonald must be feeling the pinch of inflation. It's going to be a few more years before he can retire the McRib now because uh, Mayor McCheese was kicked out of office and they need to sell some McRibs to pay his legal fees. Yes, the McRib is returning in November. But like I said, prepare to be disappointed because it is not coming to Canada. We're missing out again. The Grant Report is brought to you by our merchandise, stylish and sexy clothing for everyone in your family. Text us now for the link to shop. Locker room, only on cruise. Saw this article, and it was for women, okay? And it's about dating. And it basically said, if one of these 10 things comes up, run. Now, I didn't really look at it, but I thought what we would do is we would review it, the three of us. Yes, as experts. As experts in the dating world, um, let's go through each of the 10 items Mm -hmm. and just give it the validity it needs from the perspective of very successful men in the dating world. Well, and I think that we probably can relate these to men that we know, like friends or whoever, and yeah, we can tell you if it's a red flag. So, okay. Number one, he talks about controlling you. Um, yeah, he talks about dating rules, who you can hang out with. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, that's definitely dates your daily routine. Yeah, yeah. yeah Stay that's away. A, that's a huge red Stay flag. Stay away. Two, he constantly demeans other people. So he's constantly, you know, you two are out. He's looking around the restaurant, putting down other people, criticizing people constantly. Belittling people. <laughs> they said it's not just about manners. It's a reflection of his character. Okay. And All today right. it's others. Tomorrow it could be you. Okay. So they're saying at one point that's going to turn into him belittling you. That's, I'll, I'll give you that yeah. one. Okay. All right. Three, he's open about his disregard for commitment. Yeah, you see that all the time now. People openly talking about, I'll never marry this person. I, I had, yeah, I knew somebody who was dating someone long term, and they would like openly be like, "I'll never marry her." 
Never. In front of them. In front I've, of them. I've seen them do that. They'd just be kind of sitting there like, that's, yeah, no, yeah that's, that's, a, that's a red flag. And, uh, I'm hoping to wear them down. Now. Yeah, they have <laughs> since broken up. Okay. Uh, four, he always talks about his achieve, achievements and successes. So they said if every conversation circles back to his victories, his accomplishments, his moments of glory, be cautious. I have um, a hard time. Because he will not celebrate your success. Being involved in conversations that don't revolve around me. <laughs> But you talk about your wife's successes all the time. And your kids. Yeah. And- okay. Yeah. So this is saying, like, you can celebrate yourself, but it should be balanced. Okay. Um, five. I don't know if I have balance in that regard, but we can move on. Number five, he avoids talking about his feelings. Well, that's everyone. <laughs> like, oh, is at the end of this list, is there going to be anybody to date on the planet? Yeah. Or are that, we that, just like, slowly see, eliminating the entire... I don't, do, I don't do any of those things. You're Mr. Feeling. Oh, sorry. Avoid talking about. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah. Wow. Because the first four were pretty, like, yeah, big red flags. But I feel like five just took out a whole swath of people. Well, we may find out at the end of this that Jimmy is the perfect man for for everyone. He talks openly. Line up, ladies. (laughs) Number six is he talks openly about his infidelity. Yeah. If he's talking, bragging about being unfaithful in past relationships, yeah. flag, that one's pretty obvious. That's I think. fairly obvious. <laughs> yes. Um, number seven, he talks about your boundaries as if they're obstacles. So you've laid out your boundaries to him, and instead of respecting them, he talks about them as if they're preventing him from getting what he wants. Yeah, okay. All right. All right. Uh, he talks. Number eight, he talks about his dislike for independence in a partner. Um, that kind of seems like the same one as controlling their plans. Yeah. Um, a little bit yeah. different, right? So that, number nine, he often talks about his exes negatively. Yeah. Usually if someone's like, all of my exes are crazy, it's like, well, what's the common denominator there? Yeah. <laughs> are you the crazy one? One thing that came up when we were talking about dating last week I found interesting was... Uh, a lot of women complain because the first date or two or three mm-hmm. is this Rolodex of complaints about the the exes. Yes, and I remember I'm that. Like, I'm like, how many guys are doing that? And and remember that one woman was texting us saying Carol or something like that. She mm-hmm. was saying that there that happens a lot. Yeah, go like out she'll and go on a date, complain about, and the exes. guy will just spend the entire date bitching about the 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 one that they yeah. just left. Yeah. That's um, bizarre to me. Number 10, the final one, he talks about the future without considering your plans or aspirations. Yeah. So instead of talking about you as a couple, he's talking about what he's going to do, what his plans are, and you can be like, well, where am I and all that? So, is so anyone, that is a red flag. Is anyone other than Jimmy left? <laughs> <laughs> like I said, line up, ladies. <laughs> Jimmy will start Plus taking you out one at a time. He's a nerd, and we learned last week that yeah. nerds make the best husbands. So, yeah. yeah. He's here, ladies. I'm still waiting. <laughs> Welcome to the locker room. Ozzy, every once in a while, we'll see a, a video of him, like, out for a walk or something. Yeah. And uh, he's got Parkinson's, right? Yeah. And he looks pretty rough. And he's got all sorts of problems. Like, he's had a bunch of spine surgeries. And, yeah. He, um, he's trying to do some yeah. stuff to try to combat the disease. Um, he says in a recent interview, and I'm not suggesting it's a bad idea. Um, I've even thought about this, but <sighs> I, I think I would want to get in a sack, Jack. No. <laughs> That's, you always talk about getting ones. <laughs> I don't think that's going to help <laughs> with his with his balance and mobility. Maybe if they're throwing him off. 
<laughs> if they're swinging too low, you know. No, he was thinking about getting into Tai Chi. Oh, there you go, Tai Chi, old Tai Chi. I, I've thought about it. Have you done that one? No, you did, I've, I've thought of it. You've like done karate, right? I've done karate. I've done karate. I've done taekwondo. I've done some jiu-jitsu. Tai Chi is the one they do really slow on. Yeah, the it's basically you, go, you have to climb a mountain and then do it like. I think it, it's it's a little like yoga. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah it's it's movements, it, but it involves fighting movements. Yeah, like yeah, the you know who I think does on. it is um, uh, Robert uh, De Niro. That checks out. Yeah, I think he does it. Yeah, he's he's the guy that does it in the park in New York. <laughs> <laughs> tai Chi for old Ozzy. And now the great and powerful Oz with the win Jimmy's cash final decision. Will Jimmy be taking a limo to work or hitchhiking up Calgary Trail? Let's find out. Okay, we're getting Oz involved in a dispute that we had this morning Hello. with Win Jimmy's Cash. Oz, here's the question. So one of the questions for Cam this morning during the 715 round of Win Jimmy's Cash was how many meters in a kilometer? He didn't pass, he answered a hundred. The answer is a thousand. And then at the end of it, he had time because he got all the other questions right. And I said to Grant, ask him the third question again. And Jimmy was suggesting that if he answered it wrong, that Doesn't we get couldn't go back like we do with a pass. Yeah, unfortunately, he didn't pass on the first round. So he answered that that question incorrectly. So if it's completely... So if it's answered incorrectly, we can't go back if there's time at the end of the... No, of course not. Like When you do a test in ah. school and you get a question wrong, the teacher will not go, hey, you got that one wrong, what's You're the real answer? with school right now. This is not but high school. But it's like a test. Cam had said pass and came back and gave us the right answer, then he'd be in, but he answered incorrectly. So he's wrong. Okay. All right. Okay, that's good to know. At least we know the rule. Clear that up. Yeah. yeah. Moving forward... A wrong answer is a wrong answer. You don't win the cash. Okay. Thank you, Oz. It's nice that we're two weeks into this and just figuring out the rules. <laughs> <laughs> Things come up. We all make mistakes. This is The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. I get a fairly consistent number of little people videos from from people. What they want to share because they know they know Jimmy is a little person. So yeah. if they see the new a new one or the or even an old one, they'll quite often. I'd say at least once or twice a week, somebody will send me a video that mm-hmm. involves you know little people fighting. The ones that I love now are the um, that Mexican little guy. Yeah. Oh my God! I have no idea what he's saying because it's all in Spanish. But yeah. he's very animated usually and quite entertaining. To, usually, we're like, "Jimmy, can you translate this for us?" But he won't. Yeah. And he looks exactly like Jimmy. It looks like he could be Jimmy's like uncle. Little people driving motorcycles is always a big one. People send. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The other thing that I get quite often is this this woman who's a Gen X. So I'm a Gen X. Yeah. And she does these videos about what we went through as kids. And how it's so much different from what millennials are Gen Z or whatever. Yeah. And I want to play one. I get this one sent to me all the time, and it makes me laugh out loud because I remember. We'll play it after. Yeah. It's only like a minute. Is she a little person? 
No, he was just trying to say that he gets a certain bunch of videos sent to him all the time. <laughs> she is not a little person. There's no connection there. Thanks, Jimmy. She's just old. I'll play the damn video. She's not old. She's Gen X. <laughs> anyway, that's coming up. No, she's not a little person. Because he kept talking <laughs> about little people. It was his way of explaining that people send him videos. Okay, all right. I get a lot of porn, too. Weird porn. <laughs> Find their podcast at 957cruisefm.ca. Welcome to the locker room. So again, I get people sending me, and I've only seen a handful of them. I think she's only done, like, I don't know how many she's done. I've only seen, I think, two or three of them. This is one of them. She's a Gen Xer, and she's explaining to, I think, particularly millennials, the difference between how we grew up. And this one's quite entertaining. When y'all are saying that y'all used to drink from the hose, were sinks not an option? Who's going to tell them? You want me to tell them? I'll tell them. (laughs) We weren't allowed in the house. I don't know why that's so hard for people to understand. Our childhood was like one never-ending episode of that TV show Survivor. We are indestructible. We've never sat in car seats. Nobody's ever given us swimming lessons. We've all been either shot with a BB gun or stabbed with a Jart. The television stations had to make a commercial reminding our parents that they had kids. I you not. Every night on the 10 p.m. news, a voice would come on and say, it's 10 p.m. Do you know where your children are? To remind our parents that they had kids. It's 10 p.m. Do you know where your children are? I remember those ads. That was real. Those are from the 60s. I thought I you, didn't, I thought you didn't have ads. a TV. I swear to God, I remember hearing them. I know those ads from The Simpsons because there's one where Homer's watching TV late at night in that place. And he goes, I told you last night. No, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Very funny. Uh, that that, uh, that reminds me. We did grow up differently. and that's yeah. Remember when Stranger Things came out? And I was saying, you have to go watch it because it was our childhood. Not because I thought you would enjoy it, but because... That's how we lived. Like, we never came in. We were outside from the moment we got up in the morning, and we came in to eat, and that was that, it. That was our summer. Like uh, you, yeah. you were outside. You didn't want, sit in the house watching TV. Nothing. Why don't you go outside nice more now, outside. then, Jimmy? What's that? Why don't you go outside more now, then? Jimmy is... Uh, I walk everywhere. I spend walks. more time outside than you do. You absolutely do not. No way. Maybe not now that you have kids, He's got the but hobby before. Farm. He's yeah, outdoors before. gardening. But He's I mean, before you had kids. That's not true at all. Anyway, yeah, that's this is a stupid fight. Yeah, it always Who's turns spend, into this. Who spends more time outside? <laughs> anyway, I, I I always respond well to that woman. She's quite entertaining. She's funny. Yeah. She's quite entertaining. The Locker Room. Saw this headline, and I had to look into it because I didn't know what the hell they were talking about. It uh, it was basically, all it said was a 2023 comedy flop starring Mark Hamill becomes a Netflix hit. And it was like the third paragraph in before they said it was The Machine yeah. with Burt Kreischer. But they're referring to Mark Hamill as one of the stars from it. And they're they're not even talking about Burt in the article. <laughs> right? Mark Hamill. And we went to that in the theaters. Yeah. And I, I didn't know that it was a flop. But I guess, oh, yeah. technically speaking, it didn't do well at the they theaters. They spent $20 million making it. And they only made back like $9 million in Ooh, the theaters. Okay. Um, it's opening weekend only made $5 million, And then it went down from there. So, yeah, it was a flop. It wasn't a very good movie. It was... 
Did you go with us when yeah, we Yeah, we were all That's there. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. It was okay. we went with uh, Mel. Mel, who passed out. He yeah. slept through the entire movie. And he loves Bernie Kreischer, and he slept through the entire movie. Right yeah. next to Jimmy. He almost, you guys almost got kicked out for taking your shirts off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I didn't think it was a very good movie. I. But it's become I a hit was, on Netflix. I thought it was okay. Yeah. I didn't hate it. It uh, was like, I would never pay again to see it in theaters. I, um was impressed though with Mark Hamill because for me Mark Hamill is is he's well he's Luke's Luke the, that's all he's ever done right that's and he's a voice actor he's done Joker because he can't act but yeah. the the skip the, <laughs> the skip the dishes oh the skip you the dishes you should try to do the lightsaber stuff there. he does in those movies <laughs> that that, that yeah, those ad. ones he did those ones with uh Patrick Stewart, right? Yeah. Yeah. They were so bad. With uh, Captain X or whatever his name is. <laughs> Professor X. He must have regretted that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he made some good money for well, it. Well, I think you can still regret it even if there was a payday. <laughs> can you? Well, I think if you get this, if you haven't seen it, it's it's called The Machine. It's based on Burt Kreischer's sort of famous comedy thing that he did. When he was in college, he went on a trip to Russia. Yeah. Anyway, I'm not going to get into it because... If you know Burt Kreischer, you know the story. If if you um, if you haven't seen the movie, I agree with Grant. It's not. It, it was okay. It, there were some the day, moments. Back in the day, they would have made all their money on DVD sales. Yes. Like this is the type of movie that wouldn't have done well in theaters. DVD sales, they would have made back their money. Yeah. Right now, it's Netflix. It's really popular on right now. Like so. when he did that uh, movie. Uh, the Kings, we're not, the we're Kings, not, no, when he did listen, the movie, listen, The Kingsman, Grant, all he's it doing was horrible is, acting in The Kingsman. He would have did. He was in The Kingsman, the the first one. He was I the. Remember him being in that? He was the geologist. Hmm. You realize that Grant brings these things up just to drive you crazy. No one cares whether or not Mark Hamill was any anything other than Star Wars. <laughs> okay, he was, he was in the Flash TV series too. Okay, we're moving on. <laughs> Point being is, if you see this on Netflix, it listen, it's worth a watch. In yeah, my opinion, on a Friday night, maybe. On a net, yeah. If you're really bored, yeah. Get ready. You're about to play to win Jimmy's cash. You're gonna lose. Please. All right, we got Marilee on, and she has played before, and she um, sucks at this. But we're <laughs> we're gonna let her have no, another confidence, shot at it. Confidence, confidence. You got this. <laughs> so unfortunately, it's a, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's our second round of the day today. We're doing it twice again tomorrow, seven fifteen and nine fifteen. It's pretty easy. You got twenty five seconds. You need to answer five questions. If you get them all correct, Marilee, you walk away with. $500 cash, all right? Sounds good. Are you ready? I'm ready. Grant Johnson, are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. Three, two, one. What country are tacos from? Mexico. Float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. Who said it? Uh, Muhammad Ali. What's the name of the bar where everybody knows your name? Cheers. What's the technical term for a lie detector? What was Walt Disney afraid of? Um, mice. What's the t- and- oh. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Say bye-bye to my bucks, baby. Uh, Better luck oh next time. Goodness. Polygraph. Polygraph, yes, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you got everything else right. That was close, Marilee. It was very is close. That, uh, is that the best you've done? 
That's the best I've done, yeah. All right. So Thank close. you for losing. All right. There we go. <laughs> okay, thanks, guys. Thanks for thanks, playing. Thanks, All right. By the way, that is, if you do get through again, if you haven't won, we'll let you play again. All mm-hmm. right. Um, and Pam's not in today, so we're not Pam. doing a 415. Your next two chances tomorrow with the locker room, 715. And like I said, we'll do another round at 915 tomorrow. How you doing, Vito? Hey, how's it going? Good, good. How are you? Where are you right now? I'm actually in Cranbrook, British Columbia. Cranbrook, nice. What the hell are yeah. you doing in Cranbrook? Well, we have an Arby's here. Okay, so you just tour around and you and you visit and make sh- and and do stuff like that. Yeah, my role is I'm field marketing manager for Canada. I oversee all marketing, and uh, part of my role is to ensure I go see all our stores across Canada. So um, I actually came into Calgary and um, we uh, toured uh, the upcoming new store in Strathmore. Okay. Okay. So, cool. Yeah. So we did that. Headed out to Lethbridge to go visit our great franchisee out there. Did our Calgary stores and uh, now ended in Cranbrook and leaving tomorrow. I grew up in that neighborhood. Um, I was in. Really? I was in Yak. Yeah. Yeah. For really for a cup of coffee. Well, I mean, six years. I went to high school in Creston, <laughs> and we used yeah, to do yeah. all our shopping in Cranbrook because it was oh, it was either a it was a forty five minute drive to to Creston, which is a very right? small town. I've heard um, of it. And then it was maybe an hour and 15 minutes to, to Cranbrook. So we do, like, every couple of weeks, we'd have to make our way north. And, uh, yeah, so I know Cranbrook well. We got The doctors, all our dentist appointments, everything. Was, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, strange. Cool. I haven't been back in 100 years. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I love it out here. I actually, to be totally honest, I love it out here out west. I actually, I'm just north of Toronto. That's where I live. Um, and you know, coming out here, it's like, what am I doing? I got to get out here. <laughs> if you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Um, we were talking this morning and maybe you can verify this. We sure. think that Burlington might be a fake city. <laughs> Burlington. Why well, do you say that? Cause we keep hearing all this. It's the politest city. They swear the most, all this stuff, but then we never actually met anyone from Burlington. Yeah. And then even people were trying to defend the fact that Burlington exists by by saying that famous people and every person they said that was from Burlington was not from Burlington or doesn't Burlington. admit to being from Burlington. So we don't think it's real. Vito, we don't think it's real. No, it's real. Burlington's a great, uh, great city. We actually have one of our oldest uh, Arby's out in Burlington. So she's a great franchisee. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, we got you on the phone today, Vito, to talk okay. about some of the new stuff that's happening with Arby's. But it sounds like Arby's is growing, expanding across the country. I mean, certainly that's the intent. Um, we've got, gone through a period of time where, you know, we were just stagnant a bit. We are growing. Um, we're, nice. we're changing up our business model a little bit. Our next store, proud to say it's in Strathmore. I, I saw the, de- the development. It's coming along nicely. Um, but certainly, you know, as we look forward, uh, the shift in our business model, you know, in the coming years, we are planning to grow. So it's great to see. Nice. And quite honestly, that's why I took the role. It's very exciting for me personally. Um. Yes, yeah, some new menu items as well. Can you tell us what the Arby's Frickle is? The Arby's Frickle. So it's it's quite simple. It's it's a fried uh, pickle. You know, uh, uh, it's battered in a great batter, I'm and uh, they're great pickle spears. Comes with a dipping sauce and some fantastic little product. The cool thing about this is that you know Arby's candle stores have this, and the U.S. do not. It's kind of like a little feather in our cap, if you know what I mean. I, want, I just want to give you guys some credit because I think Arby's has the best sides, like the the, 
the fries, you know, yeah. the circle fries, the curly, curly fries. fries. Yeah, the, curly fries. The, the frickles now. Arby's, you guys do the, the sides very well. Well, and so often, Vito, we get screwed, right, in Canada, and they'll yep. have some item that we all, you know, like the McDonald's. The McRib we were just talking about. Just talking yeah. about the damn McRib, right? right? And they're not going to bring it back to Canada. Arby's right. doesn't do that to us, so thank you. No, you're welcome. And, and, you know, I definitely have an influence with that. And definitely, you know, senior leadership has, has given us that green light to say, go ahead and do things like that. Another example is a raspberry shake. You know, you might say it's just a shake, right? No big deal. But again, our customers love our shakes. And the fact that we have raspberry and the U.S. do not, I tell you, the U.S. customers are up in arms. Yeah, the as they should this be. Year, <laughs> it went crazy. The people in the U.S. were just... At, like we want this raspberry shake, and ultimately they can't get it. So it just, we had some fun with that too. You know what? Actually, that's part of the reason why we're calling you because I, I will be honest. When I go to when I go to Arby's, mm-hmm. I once in a blue moon I jump into the chicken sandwich. But you you get the beef and cheddars, two right? beef and cheddars, please, two beef and cheddars, and then I get the I get the curly fries. But I've never gotten the shake, and then. I saw that you guys were bringing the raspberry shake back, and I was like, we need to call Vito, get him on the phone, <laughs> talk about this shake. Um, so well, it, it, it's quite popular, when, right? When go, what's that? Sorry? It's, it's quite popular, right? It's extremely popular. It's almost so much that there's talks about, do you put it on our core menu? So wow. th- that's how popular it is. We actually ran out of uh, the product um, earlier on this year. We actually ran out, and then that's why we were able to bring it back this time around, because... Quite frankly, I could tell you, it was not planned to uh, to have it run right uh, right now. Okay, very cool. Yep. Uh, one more question. Uh, this sure. is a little bit more tongue in cheek, but how's the you haven't got enough meats lawsuit going for you guys? <laughs> we, <laughs> well, come on, we do have the meat. I I know uh, people are I know. idiots. <laughs> I know it's uh, hey. There's always people like that. End of the day, it, it does bring us some some uh, brand awareness, yeah. whether it's good or bad, you know, uh, what are you going to do? We, we, we do have people that take care of that, but uh, ultimately yeah. I'll take it. If you know what I mean? You know, I, I, I love our stores. Truthfully, I love our stores. I visit them quite often and I'm trying to just, you know, elevate the brand more so in Canada. Um, so, Hey, if you ever need anything from Arby's, I am your guy and I can take care of you. Beautiful. <laughs> my, my Twitter or X profile, by the way, for the longest time, has said uh, the locker room Monday to Friday, ninety-five-seven Cruise FM, third hottest guy in this Arby's right now. So. <laughs> Love we're, it, Vito. We're huge fans. We're huge fans, and we actually. By the way, a quick question for you: Have yeah. you tried the Meat Mountain? Yes, we yes. had the Meat yes. Mountain. Okay. We, There's an Arby's good. near my house that serves it, so. We have had Very the meat mountain. We we so phoned are, around a couple years yeah. ago. It was actually yeah. um it was actually in the middle of winter too, I remember. And we called all the Arby's stores to find out if they served it because it's it's a secret menu item. Correct. And then we Correct. found the store and we did um we actually did a like almost a field trip for locker room listeners and, and a bunch of us went down there and I think we I think they had to close down the Arby's that day to restock because we 
we uh, we had I think twenty or thirty people that went through the the drive through all at once and asked for the uh, for the <laughs> and it was mountain. during the lockdown and yeah. it was uh, winter so we were eating it in the parking lot. Yeah. It was awesome. Oh my goodness, it was amazing. Well, that that tells me that you guys are true Arby's fans. The fact that you you ate one absolutely you actually should move to number one in your list now. Not the third. <laughs> should be number one. <laughs> uh, but we will be checking out that raspberry shake and uh, the frickle as well. Vito, anytime there's Arby's news, make sure you keep us posted, okay? Well, dude, hey, thanks for the time. All right. You take care, my friend. Take care. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. Just be grateful they don't have real jobs. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM. Brought to you by Arden Roof Systems.